All right, welcome to our circle up. Is this like number eight? I don't even know anymore, honestly. When it goes up in the Vimeo, then I'll know. But we're talking kind of strategies for business working during the quarantine. Not, not really like teaching class strategies per se. You can go back to our last two Vimeos for that. But more about some ethical kind of principles for working during a shutdown or a panic or a recession or a quarantine or a stay home order or whatever you want to call it. Plandemic. I mean, a pandemic, <laughs> whatever it may be. So these principles actually apply to all businesses, not just Young Living. Uh, everybody on here though, we can brainstorm specifically how we're kind of communicating these. So there's five little points. I'll throw one out and then let's kind of brainstorm how we're doing this with our, within our Young Living business or other business if you're doing it with another business. So, all right. <clears throat> so um, being empathetic, empathetic marketing during a crisis. Okay. So I think I've said this on all our zoom calls since the thing, since the big Rona hit. <laughs> um, but I just want to remind everybody, and this isn't a young living specific thing. This is a humanity thing. Um, if you're the one person who's like the jerk during a crisis, just so you know, people are going to remember that after the crisis. Okay. So if you're the person who helps thy neighbor and shows up and is present and holds space and is presenting messages of hope, not necessarily positive Pollyanna, everything's happy and dandy all the time, even though you lost your job and I'm sure your life sucks, but I'm happy. Like not necessarily that, but just, you know, being that hope bringer, people are going to remember that too. Maybe not as much as they'll remember who was the snitch or who was the jerk. <laughs> Negatives often just stick in people's mind more so than positives. But, you know, you get like seven compliments in a row and then somebody says something rude and you think about that for 12 years, right? The compliments long forgotten. So I just want you guys to remember that. We've all watched reality shows or whatever kind of thing where like the going gets tough and the one person just you know throws everybody under the bus or whatever <laughs> and you think man that is not the person that I want in my commune I mean in my corner <laughs> you know when the going gets tough so um let's just remember as we go about this that you know people are going to remember when the chips were down, who, who kind of just looked out for themselves and, and who uh, cared about other people. So I'm not saying that as a threat. <laughs> I'm not saying that to force you to share your resources with the tribe or whatever. I'm just saying, you know, your attitude is going to be remembered. All right. So being empathetic um, in your marketing during a crisis. Number one, adjust marketing campaigns and scheduled content timelines. Now y'all know I don't schedule anything, uh, which is why I get text messages sometimes an hour before the Zoom call like, are you going to post about the Zoom call? Oh yeah, totally I am. Just so you guys know, it's every Monday we do the circle up and every Tuesday we do the protocol <laughs> and, um, oh, so many more. 
Welcome, Hannah. I don't know why Zoom is doing the waiting room, Hannah. I'm so sorry. It's a weird Zoom thing right now. I'm just rolling with it. But um, y'all know that I do not schedule things. I post as I think of it, which means some days you're going to get 15 posts from me and some days you might not get any or you might just get one. Um, but I'm very much in the moment, as it were, which is not everyone's style and does not have to be. However, if you have a bunch of marketing stuff scheduled, <laughs> planned, kind of want to be aware of that. So, um, some people, some individuals or companies have done good examples of like pivoting, which <laughs> we did our Thursday morning meeting and I do the mastermind and I was like, Oh, I'm talking about pivoting. <laughs> pivot your business, you know, change your marketing campaigns and stuff. And then Young Living on Saturday after that, they did their um, spring launch and they're like, the word of the day is pivot. And I was like, Gary, check this out. And Gary's like, are they just copying you? <laughs> I was like, obviously. But um, some people are able to do like take their ship and turn it quickly on a dime, especially those of us who are doing our individual, you know, just kind of personal thing. We we don't have a huge marketing team. We don't have multi-million dollar campaigns going out across multiple networks that we need to try to reel in and change out, you know, so this should be easier for us. Um, some things need to be paused. So a good example is we're doing this big 90 day run, which kind of organically I had paused on accident, but, um, doing this big 90 day run and, um, Gary and I have been setting aside a specific amount of funds from our Young Living Paycheck every month in order to do about $1,500 worth in prizes. So when this Rona came down and there was run on sanitizers, Gary and I flipped and so we pivoted the campaign and we turned around and we just divided the cash up and dropped it on a bunch of accounts so people could go buy hand sanitizer, one for their family, one to share. That was kind of the goal. So most people are already planning to order. So like we didn't put enough on everyone's accounts for like um, shipping and stuff like that. But people who were on the Zoom call that night when we did it, you know, we just put the money on all their accounts. Um, and that was like a quick pivot because it's still getting a message out. You know, you're basically sharing Thieves hand sanitizer with people now. Um, so you could think of it as still kind of marketing in a way, but I mean, what if you're giving these sanitizer to a stranger who you're never going to see again? You know, then it's not really marketing. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Like the goal of this was not to be a marketing message. The goal of this was to get these sanitizer into people's hands. So I guess you could kind of think of it as a marketing thing, but it, for us, like our intent was not for it to be a marketing thing. Um, our intent was just to get as much Steve sanitizer into as many people's hands as possible, including people who might not be able to order an extra one to share because they might not have enough cash for that. So, um, you can pause. So we've kind of paused the 90 day, not really pause the 90 day run. In fact, enrollments are up. <laughs> Everything's up. <laughs> OGV right now is higher than it has ever been on the six of a month ever. Um, OGV last month almost beat our highest month. Like, um, we're running. <laughs> and I think part of it is because people are determined to get, um, health and wellness into their homes. You know, you've been saying this for a while. We need to care about our health and wellness and we can't just expect somebody to do it for us. And we can't expect to always be able to go to the grocery store and get what we want. 
and people are like, haha, that's so funny. We live in America. And now people are like, don't come to the doctor's office unless you're dying. Um, nothing's at the grocery store and you're basically on your own for medication because it's sold out everywhere. And people are like, what? <laughs> Time to grab that enroller link and sign up. So, um, we're still doing the 90 day run, but we're not doing like this active, you know, do a class, get a point. You know what I mean? Like we're not doing that. Um, and that's all going to wash back in, in such a big and fun way. And it's going to be honestly, the impact of the campaign is going to be a hundred times bigger because our team is growing every single day, every single day. People are signing up with young living right now. I'll tell you guys that right now. So, um, it's going to be even bigger, the impact of the campaign, because there'll be more people doing it. But anyways, um, things that you might want to prioritize or pivot. So maybe we're prioritizing um, educating on product usage. It's a big deal because people are signing up right now who don't have any idea. Like, I don't know, when I signed up, guys, I literally didn't know what came in the starter kit. Never seen a diffuser before in my life. I thought there was like three different oils in the world. I had no idea what was coming. I didn't know what I was doing. I was literally clueless. I got to go to classes because back when I was young, we still met in person for things, but there was classes in town and then I was reading things online and I bought a pocket reference and I was just, you know, doing, I was literally making rollers in my dining room every single day and mailing them to people every single day. In fact, I just found a couple of three of those rollers like stashed in the bottom of a plastic tub that I was cleaning out. Guess what's in them? Original valor. <laughs> I was like, Oh, solid gold. <laughs> so glad I made these. <laughs> but, um, all that to say, <laughs> something we might prioritize would be focusing on product education. Maybe not blasting people with, um, you know, host a class today. You know what I mean? Like we need people to know how to use what they got. So you'll be seeing more of that coming in. I'm hoping all of you in here will be contributing as you always have been and always are into the infused oilers, you know, your product usage, something. Oh, I have a new usage for you guys for the Eve's dish soap bottles. I just took a picture today. Actually, Momo's about to call you and say, do you have any dish soap? But this box just showed up. Yippee-ki-yay. I forgot I ordered um, these with points when I ordered these bad boys. But um, <clears throat> sending a whole bag of those to the... We have been buying our Max whenever sanitizer is in stock. And we are... Just you guys know we're not hoarders. We're not keeping them. Gary's going to take a bag of them to the PD. Um, because the guys are... They really want the leave sanitizer. Go figure. Mom said I was almost out too. We just got two bottles. Awesome. And I'm looking like this because you guys are sitting on like this little ceramic cat. And like his ears are covering part of your chat. So I'm like trying to read the chat. So um, prioritize, pivot. Everybody keep contributing product usage ideas and the new use for the dish soap bottle. We have homemade apple syrup in mason jars. You ever seen a seven-year-old pour syrup out of a mason jar? It's a nightmare. So I took an empty dish soap bottle and filled it with apple syrup it's in the fridge right now. Um, also, I always use squirt bottles for oil. 
I use them to squirt oil on my cast iron pans after I wash them because we season them like crazy. I use them to season my cutting boards and my dough board for making dough. I use them to put oil in my sourdough or when I'm oiling bread, like after I put it in the bowl, I squirt it because I don't have like spray oil. And then I just use my hands to rub it on. Mm. Use Why haven't you said that to me before? Because I was just thinking <laughs> about this coconut oil I have in the and I lost a lid, and I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> ah, well, this is your perfect thing. Also, speaking of coconut oil, um, the other thing I thought about this morning was when mom and I were doing um, DIY classes back in the old days, then um, we would put the ingredients. So you guys, have, if you've come to a roller class, you've seen the coconut oil in a squirt bottle. You can use your thieves dish soap or water, aloe vera. Anything that's liquid goes into a squirt bottle. So that because if you've ever seen 30 ladies trying to pour coconut oil, that's just as bad as a seven-year-old trying to pour sarin. <laughs> so, you know, then everybody can like squirt it neatly and whatnot. So um, keep posting what you're using your oils for because you might think everybody knows that I put lavender on Camille's burn. Duh, everybody knows that. But every single day there's new people who didn't see that. You know what I mean? So nothing's really redundant. Um, if something's uncompliant, we go through and we delete it. So if you're not sure, you can ask or post it anyways. And then I'll either comment and be like, can you edit it to say? Or I'll be like, screenshot this because I'm going to delete it. <laughs> All right. Number two, so number one was adjust marketing campaigns and scheduled content timeline, decide what to prioritize or pivot. Number two is evaluate your imagery and language. Pictures of people rubbing their faces on each other is probably not gonna go over right now. Um, just, just going around to say that. So little subtle things, this is kind of more pointed at, you know, maybe more towards a marketing firm, but I think the principle is useful for us to use here. Using phrasing like um, hand in hand or um, just things that indicate, you know, can be, is kind of mentally going to put people in the wrong headspace right now. Um, so just remembering that everything you put out there is your branding. Like if you ever had somebody send you a meme or a cartoon or take a picture of a t-shirt in a store and they're like, I saw this and I literally thought of you. If that has ever happened to you, then you have clear branding. Now it may not be what you want, <laughs> but it's what you've put out there. So um, I love it when people send me a picture of something and they're like, I literally just thought of you or an Instagram account. They're like, I knew you would love this. I'm like, I'm branding on point. <laughs> Um, my favorite is that my siblings always tease, tease me about like home study stuff. And they're like, well, I'm sure Andrea's hauling water from the creek right now. You know, I'm like, oh, my branding is good. My branding is good. <laughs> so uh, maybe change some of your visuals or just the way you're putting things out there. Um, like you can post about DIYing stuff, but maybe better to post a picture of you with the DIY versus like just a picture you took six months ago of a group of people. Oh my word. You guys, people, let me just tell you that people are so snitch happy right now. Um, one of my friends changed her profile picture and it was just a picture she took a while ago and you can kind of see in the background that she's sitting in her car. All the comments, it's a gorgeous picture. She took this picture like in January, okay? All the comments were like, um, why are you out and about? You should be staying home right now. 
is this an essential trip? And I was just like, it was just like, are you guys kidding me right now? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> What's the quote of the day? Um, we still have a thing called the constitution. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, you know, pictures of parties, like you literally have to disclaim and be like, I took this picture in Christmas time, you know, <laughs> that's why Santa's in the picture. Okay. So, um, that stuff that you're putting out to people, um, if your, you know, Facebook profile picture is you at a party, you don't have to go and change that. Like you don't have to delete that. I'm just saying like, if you're posting a picture, like I'm going to teach you how to DIY, maybe a screenshot of a zoom class would be better. <laughs> okay. All right. Number three, I feel like this should be obvious, but it's not obviously. So I'm going to make it very clear. Don't capitalize on the crisis. Okay. Thief sales are up 700%. I just got a message pop up on my screen. Literally while I said that, somebody's trying to sign up with a PSK. I signed somebody up today. I didn't even know I signed them up until it popped up on my thing, okay? People are enrolling every single day. Your paycheck's going to be higher. Does that mean you're capitalizing on the crisis? No. Capitalizing on the crisis. Um, for one, we're not even allowed to post with the Rona in the same sentence as young living. Okay. So, um, don't use alarmistness like, Oh yeah, the world's coming to an end. You better order all the thieves you can have on hand. <laughs> that was last week's same call. <laughs> um, you can keep people informed, not be an alarmist, avoid bragging. Like, Oh my gosh, look at <laughs> my paycheck is through the rope. You know, I'm sure the face mask companies, are making more money than they've ever made ever because they have sold out 100% of their stock and they can't make more fast enough. Okay. Does that mean they're capitalizing on the crisis? No, you'll see a lot of brands, even small little brands where every dollar counts are discounting things, um, putting things that content out for free. Um, making just more stuff available to people that they can. Um, they're selling, you know, like their protein powder marks down and things like that. Um, these are all good things. Um, what's not good is people who are going to Costco and they were kind of limited now because this is why we can't have nice things. You have to limit people apparently. Um, they're going and buying, you know, thousands of sanitizers and selling them at a 300% upcharge on Amazon and elsewhere. And that's called profiteering. Just so you guys know, it's totally messed up. It happens in war big time. War's a big money maker. Um, fear sells mm, like crazy, but it is not ethical. It is not moral. It's not necessarily illegal. Um, Kind of depends on the situation. Um, and um, we don't have the power to put a Young Living product on sale, but like there are things we can do. Like, for instance, we created a Thursday night class that's a public class, it's available to 
anyone in Young Living, anyone not in Young Living. Um, it's just information that we've never really shared outside the team because usually our focus is just on within the team. Um, but we're making it available to everybody because that's value we can add to people at this time. Um, you could do your own personal sale. Young Living allows us to give people back up to $25 or up to $25 in, you, know, you can advertise up to $25 in um, compliant content. After somebody is enrolled, you can literally do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. But for advertising, um, you know, you can only do up to $25. So you could do that. But it would be tactless to say something like Corona sale. You know, this, this is just, mm, this is just not okay. <laughs> so many are laughing, but you know somebody somewhere is going to do it, right? Um, so just coming at it from a, you know, hey, we've always been keen on health and wellness, and if this is something that you're interested in too, I'm doing everything I can to make it as available to everybody. We're doing free classes, so you guys can advertise the classes that we do on this team because they're your classes too. So, you know, if you're a business person, we'll have every night there's a month business workshop. Every Tuesday night there's a protocol topic, and um, every Thursday night there's a free public class that anybody can attend, whether they're a member of Young Living or not, or part of another team, doesn't matter. Um, like you can literally advertise that as your own because these classes belong to you. They are made for this team. So you can be like, you know, I'm giving $25 back, which is the maximum that Young Living lets us give people back um, out of my commission from the sale. And, um, and we're doing all these free classes and we're posting tons of content and we have these really, really valuable Facebook groups because we just, I, I want to make this as accessible to you as I can. And this is like, this is like what I can do right now. You know, that would be thoughtful. Um, it's, you can't say, <laughs> uh, you know, see, it's for the coronavirus. Like, no, no, <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> okay, so keep people informed. Don't be an alarmist. Avoid bragging and mind your tone. No corona sales going on now. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Okay, so, um, They also also worthy of noting that something might not necessarily be offensive, but it can sound clueless, like out of touch. So people are out of work or not working. People's kids are home. Like, let's not sound like we're out of touch with the world right now. Okay. Number four, be positive, but not ignorant. Kind of tagging off of that last little comment. Um, <laughs> the way they phrase it is you don't need to meet a grim cultural moment with a grim brand tone. So everything's miserable and we're miserable too, you know, um, keep up your, I mean, everybody on here, I know, I don't know who's watching the replay, but everybody here on the live does a really good job of looking for the positive signs of hope. And this doesn't mean, again, that you're just senselessly ignoring the fact that people are having a hard time or anxious or whatever. Um, but this means that you're not just a preacher of gloom and doom only, the end of the world, woe is me, we're all victims, and all of that. Um, so look to your brand heart for guidance. So this could be your purpose, your mission, your values. Um, Again, we're not like Pepsi, Pepsi Cola, is Pepsi Cola a brand? We're not, um, Coca-Cola? I don't know, 
Pepsi, Pepsi or Coca-Cola? <laughs> I think Coca-Cola is a type of drink they have and Pepsi-Cola is the brand overall. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, no <laughs> I don't, here's the thing. Both no, answers are wrong. Be I'm different, it? I actually don't know. Um, I know Santa drinks. It <laughs> shows you how much of a wellness thing we have here because we don't even know milk soda. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, um, so they'll have like mission statements and vision statements and stuff like that. Do I necessarily have that? I don't know that I necessarily have that. I guess maybe my why, you know, but, um, look back to the things that just, just the things that drive you and the things that you care about. Um, I'm here because it, it just fills me with such positive joy to help people. And I still remember the first text message I got where somebody was mind blown by what oil did for them. And I was like, I want to feel this all the time. And I do <laughs> feel it all the time, which I love. And, um, why looking to that kind of compass as steering the direction that I want to be talking and communicating with people, you know, like how can I be serving people? How can I be helping people? How can I be adding value to people? Um, go giving. If you've read that book, I highly recommend the go give It's such a good book. Um, what do you stand for? And what does that mean within the context of the Corona, <laughs> the big Rona? Um, amazingly, we stand for everything that people need right now you are so well positioned for something like this. And you can tell because kind of like the face mask company, we're one of those places that people are going to. We're considering an essential business because it's what a lot of us rely on for huh, staying alive, staying alive. Ah, ah, ah. Like we rely on this, you know, for some of us more serious than others, right? Um, still be personable. You can still have a smile on your face. Oh my gosh. I feel like the last place people need to be right now is Facebook. And if I'm scrolling through Facebook and I see something pleasant, I'm just like, zoom, show me more. <laughs> um, think about the future. Um, I keep asking myself, are we going to look back at this as that weird time or we can look back at this as the beginning of the end? <laughs> like I literally don't even know. <laughs> but here's the thing. Presumably this is going to end at some point. <laughs> so let's prepare ourselves. Let's talk towards that direction. Let's like put our, um, think about the future and how you'll be able to look back at like, does IBM look back at their years of supporting the Nazis with pride? I wonder, do all the guys who work for Merck and Pfizer, all the guys who were hired by Merck and Pfizer who were Nazi eugenicists, does, do these companies look back on that with pride? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I want to be able to look back at my time during a crisis, and this is like, not even a crisis compared to something like that. I want to look back on my time during a crisis and be able to be proud of how we all behaved and how we all showed up for each other. Um, and then employee generated content. We don't have employees, but what I'm, what I'm thinking is team. So, um, like, Hey, everybody post a picture of your coworkers. <laughs> Obviously our kids. Um, 
you know, with like emojis or whatever to cover the naked butts. Cause do our kids have clothes on? They probably don't have clothes on. Um, you know, like tell us what you're, what are you reading right now? You know, what, what are you watching on Netflix? If you're a Netflix person, what are you growing? What is a new skill you've learned? I, maybe I'll post that on my Facebook, but like, let's just get community conversation. Showing your humanness. And there is a big difference, I should say. Jasmine Starr did a great little video on her Instagram about this. There's a big difference between like showing your authenticity and literally like dumping your dirty laundry on Facebook. Um, if you think about a good way to think about it is, <laughs> do you ever see people's posts that you just read with like this? horrified sort of fascination. Like, I can't believe she's putting that on. Like, this is, is her husband now she wrote this? You know, like way too personal stuff. And then um, you see ones, and so that's not the way you want to be posing. And then you see other posts that are like, they grip you because they're so emotional and passionate. And you're just like, wow, this needs to be like told on a stage somewhere. It's such a good story. Um, big difference. Big difference. Huge. <laughs> Never even seen that movie. Um, okay. So then number five, the last one, highlight how your brand can help. Boom. That is literally, this is literally the day Young Living was made for. I'm telling you guys right now. Um, if anybody, I was not a member of Young Living in 2008, 2009 recession. I was not I was not there for that. Plus I lived in Seattle where we live in a bubble and we didn't really get the effect of the recession as much as other places. You know, we did some, but not as much as other places. Um, Young Living actually does really well during recessions. That's when a lot of business people sign up. I, there was a conversation at Goldmingle about this a while ago. People were asking like, so like this was months ago. I'm like, so during recessions, like what's the story? And they're like, well, surprisingly that's when our most of our business people sign up. Because people are like, well, this isn't working out. I see people are still buying oils. So, okay, I guess I'm selling oils now, you know? And that's where some of our higher anchors have come from. Um, I think it's not just like, oh, people are still buying oils. But I think it's kind of yeah. like, they don't have their lives disrupted. Like, we have our lives disrupted. And yeah. I don't want to have my life so disrupted. Yes. It's good. I want that. And people start to jump in and start to see that, that maybe that's like an actual option to do. Mm -hmm. And not just like, a, oh, well, they do it, but it won't work for me. Cute for them. Like when we first started, I, I, was, I was catching the dream and I was showing my husband and he was like, I just don't get how that works. Well, I get how that works, but not for us. For other we people. It now, but yeah. That's like me, really. I was like, I guess other people who know what they're doing and are smart kind of laws. Um, if you have, if you have any illusions about <laughs> me being smart, I just want to destroy them right now. Um, I was on a Marco Polo with Hannah Woltersdorf like two days ago and I was like, Oh, tell you about the action stuff. So I was like, so you need 5,000 to get to silver. Then what you do is you divide that by a hundred. Is that 500 or is that a hundred? I was like, well, let's just say it's. 500. So then say you have five liters. Wait, no, that's not right. I got so good. I was like, okay, let me try with the easier number. Let's say you just need a thousand to get to silver. And then I tried like three times. I couldn't, couldn't get it right. 
Is that what that was about? But you know what? Your conversation with her got me looking at it, and I was like, ooh, I only need this many. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why. That's right. I, that's what, I saw you commented on that. That's why I tagged her on those, because she's like, dude, I would have messed that up, too. Like, it's totally fine. Just do you have, like, a post or something that explains it? I was like, yeah, I'm not tagging. <laughs> like, I can't even divide my own. Okay, so people like this can do that. So, um, highlight how you run can help. Yeah. So this is why we get so much shit for being homeschoolers. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's right. You know what? Let's talk about something more interesting because I know other things in life. Okay. <laughs> I do stuff good too. Um, all right. So my mom is just like rolling her eyes. I'm sure I'm so sorry. Mom, I failed you. Um, it's okay. I'm teaching Jacob math now so I can learn all over again. All right. So, um, brands exist to provide value. Unliving is here to provide value. What do they literally say? Like my mission, my mission is adding value to people's life. Um, products and services that help during this time deserve the attention of those who benefit from them. Okay, we'll use my dad as an example. So my dad has a Puro Clean franchise, and um, one thing that they do is they do like decontamination for COVID. So they go to like fire stations or stores, buildings, businesses, right? And they, uh, police stations, they do decontamination. So they're like fog rooms and stuff like that. And they are, they've made it as affordable as possible. Like people are like, we would pay triple that. They're shocked at how affordable they're making it. Um, but they want to make sure that people are getting it. And, um, it is not profiteering for him to post about that and share about that. People need to know that he has a service that is going to help them. They need to know who it is, right? And um, sharing about something that you have that is literally made for a time like this is valuable. And doing it thoughtfully is a great way to not turn people off because I am sure people are seeing posts about oils that is just making them sick to their stomach. I'm sure they are. You know, I'm sure people are taking advantage of it. There's got to be somebody somewhere. You know there is. Um, so communicate your benefits. Is this something people can do at home? Well, I didn't have to leave for this. Um, you know, like it was delivered um, by an essential service person. Um, my job is literally still at home. I mean, we have been meeting on Zoom calls forever. It's not changed. <laughs> social distancing. Um, are there like dish soap? I, I, we never go to target. Like we never go to target not on a normal day, maybe to get like a birthday present or something, but we never go to target. And part of the reason is because so much of my essential stuff just comes from young living dish soap, laundry soap, bath soap. So, um, I should just make it not go on Monday nights. I need to do that. It's my alarm telling me, like, did the kids eat dinner and drink water? Because I need to get in bed. Um, so anyways, um, does, can people do their jobs without face-to-face interaction? Can they get what they need without face-to-face interaction? Absolutely. Um, so talking about that, just like the experience of that. Wow. 
I'm still going to my business meetings. I am so grateful and appreciative of that. Um, clarify your potentially unique value at this moment and talk about it. Talk about it. Um, also create helpful content. Uh, Y'all have all the skills. So you know how to homeschool, you know how to make food at home, you know how to make potions from things in your cupboard. People don't know how to do this. People calling me asking me how to use Zoom. There's an example. Like we know how to um message someone's trying to answer. Um send her the link. Um, anyways, <laughs> sorry, she's trying to get on the Zoom class. I told her I was going to put her in the waiting room. Um, but anyways, people need to know um, things that you can educate on, inspire people with, or entertain people with. <laughs> uh, we did do a kid's Zoom call. We'll definitely need to do another one. Um, but not our kids between the phone, but like our kids here and our kids there uh, just kept fighting with each other the whole time. So we're like, okay, <laughs> we need to snap the Zoom call now. <laughs> I was like, wow, can you guys not fight for like 20 minutes? It's kind of entertaining. Um, welcome, Joan. Joan is my mother-in-law. She just got on the Zoom. Um, I don't know why it's doing that weird waiting room thing. We were talking about that earlier. I think it's a new Zoom thing. It's just started today. So, and then remember also, this isn't going to last forever. We don't know when it's going to end. Our pastor on the uh, online church said, if we have to do church online for another week or for a year, uh, then we will. And I was like, a year? <laughs> like, no, please don't be that long. But he said a couple of things that I thought were really helpful for us right now. Um, he said, the question is not, is God still speaking? The question is, are we still listening? Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Pretty insightful. And he said, um, uh, he said, how we manage this season of sowing and watering speaks to the next season of increase and development. Whoa. That's going on a word swag. <laughs> so good. Because you have to be thinking about what's going to happen after all of this ends. And um, he he kind of brought us through the story of Paul when Paul was on the ship. If you guys remember, he was being taken to be tried by the Romans. And um, there was a big storm that was lasting for days and days. And there were people just pitching all our cargo overboard and saying, we're gonna die. And um, all hope is lost, we'll never be saved. And there's just, there was someone like Paul who stands up and says, do not lose heart. Do not lose heart. There's hope. You know, we can do this. And um, there's some Pauls in the world. <laughs> and there's some not Pauls in the world. <laughs> We're just too big gloom. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear them talk. <laughs> but there's Pauls who are so willing to stand up and say, you know, we can do this. And Paul is literally says at that time, he goes, I was visited by an angel. And he's just like casually talking. About so this when the angel was here last night, you know? So, uh, he talks about that and, and, um, he has an unfinished assignment. There was things yet to be done. 
And I thought that was a pretty good message for us um, to think about, you know, quarantine won't last forever. It's not even a quarantine. The stay home order won't last forever. People won't be snitching on you for going to the grocery store forever. <laughs> Are you buying bananas? Do you need bananas? <laughs> It's a thing. Uh, yes, I finally did go to the grocery store um, two days ago for the first time since February, and it's April now. Um, so perks for being a food maker, a header, finally paid off. Finally paid off. <laughs> Everyone's going to stop laughing about my five-gallon buckets of wheat berries now because y'all are out of flour, <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> So who's laughing now? Clearly it's me. <laughs> what, was that, what was that meme of that lady pulling the, the can jar off the shelf? Like she pulls out her jar. Yeah. Off the <laughs> I just can't get down a jar if I touch you so. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to pull that back up and use it again. I'm just kidding. Well, everybody's like, well, Andrew, we know where we're going during the zombie outbreak. We're going to your house because you have all the food. Well, have all the food but they're all afraid to come over so <laughs> anywho's that's the the ramble for tonight um not our normal circle up more of a speech than a circle up what do you guys want to throw out i know that we're uh, actually getting really close to our time limit but um what do you guys um thoughts on that or something you've seen executed poorly or well or how you doing how you doing I feel like I've mostly seen people just doing good stuff. Same. Just doing what? Doing good stuff. Although a couple, a couple times when I was at the grocery store, they said almost everybody's good except there's that one person. <laughs> yep. So. Sabrina. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. I agree. I feel like I've seen, I've heard lots of people telling about people who are really nasty or bad or whatever, but mostly I've just seen lots of like people being like, let's get the, we'll get through this. We'll get through this. Yeah. Kind of like everybody keeps posting. Does anyone, who do you know that act, like, you know, that has the coronavirus and everybody comments like 300 people. Well, this is me myself, or I don't know someone personally, but my, and I was like, no, 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 we want to know who you know who has it, you know, because largely I feel like people are doing good things, mm. and largely people don't have it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we all had it in the winter. And I talked to a friend of mine who's a nurse, and she's like, I, she's like, I'm almost positive. She's pretty positive that she had it and that we had it. And I was like, so how is the, how are things right now? She goes, it is so quiet and so slow. Mm -hmm. Nobody's coming. <laughs> um, yeah, like every like, you know, news video where they have like a doctor or a nurse or something recording themselves and talking all about what all the problems they're having in the hospital. And then people call the hospital and they're like, we don't have a doctor of that name here. And I know, like, it's so weird. Or they're the the news clip that they did and then you found out that it was just like a dummy 
like they didn't even have a real patient oh my word or where they did that news clip of the shelves in the store and the person who took the picture of them taking the video you can see all the food piled behind them because they emptied the shelves to take a video to show how the store shelves were empty it's <laughs> like oh my word that's profiteering that is blatant profiteering because when you post this kind of crazy stuff on your news outlets, your ratings go up and you make more money. People go to your website, people are clicking stuff, right? Like that's total profiteering. I don't know why nobody sees it that way, but I'll just tell you it is profiting from a crisis <laughs> and not money. They're not cute. People are literally panicked. I won't say her name because I didn't ask if we could say this, but one of our friends, um, who's Sabrina and I both know, uh, and Colleen, Colleen was on here. I can't see her face. I keep looking over here. There's Colleen. Um, Colleen's a campfire. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Colleen and Sabrina both know her. And um, she and her friend sat outside far apart, six feet apart on like the sidewalk and watched their kids riding around in the cul-de-sac. Her neighbors called the police. Oh yes, they did. And I'm just like, are you even kidding me? Are you, they're, they're doing the best they thing. They had nothing else better to do. I get, I get, like, what is your life that I do not have, well, my neighbors probably sell drugs, and I don't have time to call about it, <laughs> all right, like, as long as they're not bothering you, how many, like, neighbors we have, like, in the different apartments lived, and we're like, we are positive, we, yeah, that's what you do, we know what you do, but we haven't, we're like, whatever, your business, yeah. <laughs> exactly, this is a little off topic, but, so is this the team here? Is this everybody? No, not everybody. There's like, <laughs> okay. literally, I think there's like a thousand people on, on this team, just in my downline. Um, so usually there are more of us on these calls, but I feel like it's been really fluctuating wildly too. And um, <laughs> I think some people are also using Zoom for work now. <laughs> They're tired of being on Zoom. <laughs> Probably not, but there's like also... I mean, it changed today and people probably were confused, but also there's the whole, I don't have anything to go do. So all of my days seem like the same day and I have no idea what day it is because. <laughs> Welcome to homeschool yeah. and work from home life. That's why we have to make calendars because otherwise you just float around all day. Like, I don't know what to do. And then you get to the end of the day and you're like, I really don't know what I did. <laughs> I honestly did not know how much, like, you know, like home, homeschooling Caden, but then Nathan going to school. I had no yeah. idea that Nathan, just the act of him going to and from, had dictated so much of my life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Knowing that, like, just him going to the bus and him coming home, like, that gave me this, I'm getting up at this time, we have to do this at this time, and now I'm like, well, we can do whatever we want, whenever we want, That's and then dangerous. I'm like, it's four o'clock, have we had lunch? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Colleen, I'm so glad I bought a 2020 planner, so useful for all my outings. Haha, <laughs> well, JK. <laughs> Do you know what you can write in there? Stuff you want to share. Or Zoom calls. Zoom calls. You know what? We're going to get up to a Zoom call a day by the end of this. I'm just saying. Oh, my like, God. I'm so desperate to see people. Oh, my God. The other day, I was like, please, I please, so please. need one of those work calls that we did. Oh, I was going to oh, say. Do you guys want? You know what? Let me end the re. You know what? I'm going to keep on recording because people need to see how much fun we have in the other Um. <laughs> Um, my phone's just telling me that doesn't need to keep charging. Um, do you guys want to do, so a work, work Zoom calls are really fun. They're exactly what they sound like. So Sabrina and I, I think our record right now, 
you put her on the journal to post stuff on it. So that's a good idea. I think I recommend it. Wow, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Paul? So, um, a work Zoom call, though, we'll, we'll set, like, Sabrina, it was really helpful when we were doing this. We were getting up in the morning, like, like two or three days a week or something, um, at, like, I think six, six o'clock my time, nine o'clock your time, and working for, like, some days I only had an hour, or sometimes we'd go a little longer, um, but it was just a nice, uh, Anchor, like anyway. have somebody know that like that person was there waiting for me. And then yes, like, exactly. Um, and then like if like, I tell myself I'm gonna get up at seven and work, then it's one thing. But if I have to get up at seven and like meet you online, then I'm like, ah, I have to get up. It's I agree. I totally like um I can't tell you how many times I'm like, yeah, I want to get up like way earlier than like the kids, so I'll have like a little bit of time to do something without them <laughs> bugging me, and then it doesn't. I'm like. <laughs> I'll just go back to sleep. It's okay. I'll do it when they're napping and then they don't nap. Doesn't matter. Then it's like um, I never get fun. But then like yep. having you guys and then also just having like somebody there that like I can bounce an idea off of. Like we can just be sitting there totally quiet, working on our own things, but just having that little here and there conversation is really nice. Yes, like we'll be perfectly fine for forever. And Gary will be like, Are you still on the Zoom? I'm like, Oh yeah, she's still there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so if we want to do another work zoom call, I think that would be super fun. Um, I want to do it. Um, but tomorrow morning I'll be getting up nice and early to take pictures for the appraiser because they can't, uh, come in the house to appraise the house. So, <laughs> so I have to take pictures and we're going to try to like clear the stuff out, take the picture and then put the stuff back, like all the boxes and oh. stuff. That's going to be a task, but okay, if you're going to be there, I require videos of the beautiful woods. <laughs> oh, this house. No, we're not. Oh my God. I was like, okay. I literally want to be there so bad. Our um, real estate agent was up there today collecting a water sample for the follow-up test. You guys remember they had to test the water again. Um, and she, oh, Joan, you'll love this. She texted us a picture of a husky with bright blue eyes. And she's like, this dog followed us around like up and down the road the whole time. Aww. It was so cool. She's like, he was like jumping on the car and he didn't want to leave us. And he was so interested. I was like, what? That's so cool. Because Gary had a blue eyed husky also. I thought that was really fun. Um, our protocol call tomorrow is parasite cleanse. Not even planned. I didn't even know this is the woman noon. But tomorrow's a parasite cleanse protocol on Tuesday night, the seventh. And then the uh Thursday night classes start a kit circle up. Oh and Sabrina, I totally have verbiage for you for the educated consumer. I thought of it when I was falling asleep last night, so I'll text it to you. <laughs> awesome. I'm like, I just want to get those like made up and ready to go. Yeah. If you want to write up something for the oils and scripture, then yeah. that'd be awesome. I totally will. You can have them both done. I love that. Um, the Thursday night classes are public. They're open to anyone, Team Young Living or not. Any, anywhere in Young Living is totally fine. Um, the goal of those classes is to, one, it's kind of becoming your enrolling class, you know, where we used to have classes every month and people are signing up with them. We're not really doing that right now. So, um, the starter kit circle up is, you know, people are, will all be on there and, um, if when we get to the lavender oil, we're literally just going to talk about the oils in the starter kit. And so if I say lavender oil and you're like, oh, 
I have a story about why. You know, like we'll keep them as short as we can so we can get in as many as we can. But these are all going to be testimonies, which are totally compliant to share as a testimony. Not, you can use lavender for a burn, but I use lavender on my burn. Wow, look at what happened. Like that's something you can say. It makes me think of Celeste. It was an in-person meeting one night and she was like, I want everybody to tell you that want that first oil out of your kit that made you yes. like, wow, these things work. Exactly. And everybody yeah. was like, everybody started to say one oil, but they always, they had like three or four to it's talk hard. about in the beginning. And then, and then it was like, well, I'll stop talking now because I feel like I've, t- I've talked too long about this legs person could go, you know, and it, it, but it was, it was really cool. And it was oh, also no, really no, awesome no. It was like people would say, well, I have a problem with this, so I got something for this. And then everybody was like, oh, well, if you have a problem with this, 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 oh, this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hoping it will turn into. And that call, we're going to keep it compliant because it will be recorded as a resource uploaded to Vimeo for all of you guys to refer back to or share with new members or use as a class. Like you could, if you want to use these Thursday night classes and you have people that you normally would be inviting to a class, or normally wouldn't be, but you are now because Corona. Um, create a Facebook event and be like, I have a starter kit circle of class on the night at 6 p.m. And here's a Zoom. It's totally fine to do, do it that way. Whatever works for you. And then I'm posting it in my Instagram stories. And we've had a couple people every night joining or every Thursday night from that, from the Instagram stories. So I just DM them the Zoom link. And I'm like, Here's the link. Same one every Thursday night. See us back here again. So, and then I'll also send them the Vimeo link after the fact if they want to watch it. Character and Young Living already or not. This is just information we need people to have right now. All right. We done it. We will, let's plan two Zoom calls, girls. Let's do a kids Zoom call and let's do a work morning Maybe um, Friday morning would actually be really good for me on the 10th. I don't know if that would work. For which ones? For working. We could like work for um, a set time. I like having a set time because then I try to get done within that time frame instead of being like, we can work as long as we want to. But I could work from like 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. And then we could just we're gonna have to feed all our kids and stuff like that but then we can come back at like noon or something and do a kids zoom call what cracks me up is that you say this and i'm sitting here going let me do the math think about what my time would be <laughs> yeah 7 a.m is 10 a.m your time so i don't know if that would work for you because that would yep. be like That's well fine. that might be right after breakfast so that might work 12 and then we can shoot for trying to do a kids zoom call at noon um and and the work call doesn't have to be young living work. Like you can get on with whatever your work is. We're not usually chattering the whole time unless something crazy is going on. Unless we all of a sudden we just have like you know an idea and we're like, oh my god, and we start talking or something happens. Yeah, or then like, whoa, event. If you're in the middle of something else, you just turn us down. Yeah, <laughs> that's the value of Zoom get together. Is y'all can turn me off. <laughs> can't do that in real life. <laughs> So sad. Too bad. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at all the classes and events I have scheduled this month that aren't happening. Um, just so you guys know, the 25th of this month was supposed to be the Modern and Well Mini. And since we 
didn't get the Zumba done since that's the house, the weekend I was throwing up over getting the house. Um, we could start planning a modern and well Zoom mini for the 25th. My gosh, I kind of totally forgot about that. Oh, I know. I, um, yeah, still recording, mom. Are we, you want to go uncompliant because I can stop recording? Um, All right, I think we've got all the good stuff. I'm gonna stop the recording. Oh, wrong one. I'm not trying to end the meeting. Yeah, if you are <laughs> still watching this and you're on the replay, that's amazing. See how much you miss out on the other side. I'm not kidding. Wait, 14 participants? How do I, how do I, wait, I'm so confused. Wait, guys, I don't know what I'm doing, just so you know. 